You're listening to Vanguard Radio. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about some things going on now with uh, uh, James Baker. A uh, he's a prominent uh, politician in the D.C. area. He works at a law firm slash think tank. He's been in the higher offices of government for 30 years or so now. He he was a higher up in the Reagan administration and in the uh, Bush senior administration, and he, uh, George W. Bush, the current president, uh, had him chair a blue ribbon commission uh, to look at what to do about Iraq. Now, uh, Bush always likes to do this. He he signals what he's going to do by who he asks for advice. Uh, so Definitely. he wants to go to war, so he asks these warmongering neokikes. Uh, what does it mean that he's asking uh, James Baker for his opinion on Iraq? Well, uh, basically what that means is that they're going to, uh, if, and you would already know this if you listened two weeks ago to the Free Talk Live, uh, my prediction was correct. They're going to be bringing in uh, Syria and Iran to the different areas of, uh, of Iraq, and they're going to have them administer it. And uh, basically, there's going to be a big showdown between the United States Army and uh, the uh, uh, the resistance fighters led by a fellow named Muqtada al-Sadr. And uh, he, he commands uh, a good bit of loyalty there. It's, uh, it's been quite surprising even to, to people, even to, to naysayers even. Uh, it's been quite surprising. But um, the... The Jews have been responding to this. Uh, they're quite worried. They see James Baker as a quote Arabist, which means that he's not unequivocally in support of Israel. Um, this would tend to be a good sign, although I, I don't think anybody can really uh, say much until we see what's going on. But uh, the report, from what I've, from what I've, uh, you know, word around the campfire is that they're going to basically uh, deal with Iran instead of bombing. Uh, the United States is going to play the carrot. Israel is going to play the stick. Uh, and it's not going to work, but it's going to be a lot better than it is now. But basically, we're going to knuckle under to Iran and to Venezuela and to pretty much everyone who's got something over on us. We're going to try to orient Iran back away from Southwest Asia and point them back towards China. Um, so that's what's going on there. Um, along the same line uh, of thinking with uh, being able to tell what Bush is thinking or what his people are thinking by the people they hire to give them advice, you see, they've already come up with the conclusions. They, they just hire these people to... I'm wondering about this new guy, the new defense secretary. Ah, Robert Gates. Yeah, he is also along the same lines as... Uh, as uh, as Baker, he's what's called an Arabist. I don't think that's a really fair name, but he was tied up in the Iran-Contra scandal from the 80s. Uh, that, that I'm kind of too young to remember, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's in really good with a lot of the powerful factions in Iran. So basically, we're going to try to pull a couple of those factions apart and get them to uh, administer. Uh, 
basically, if you look at where the Brits are in Iraq presently, that's basically going to become administered by Iran, and it'll be a part of Iraq in name only, uh, if at all. And uh, the West End will be uh, the Syrians, and of course the North is held by the Kurds, and, and quite well, that's not going anywhere. But uh, what have you heard? What have you heard about this Gates guy? What, what are they saying on the news? All I know is that our forces are in Afghanistan and Iraq, and Iran is in the middle, and that, that only makes sense. We, uh, I can't see us doing anything other than going to Iran, that, that, that militarily. You think we are going to go into Iran? I, I think we are. And I, I think that uh, these changes are signaling that move. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I, that, that, that's my guess. Hmm. I, I don't know. He, he doesn't really have the Bush doesn't really have the political capital to go after Iran right now. I, I, I think more than any time in United States history, he would run the risk of the Joint Chiefs balking at such a, an order. I mean, do you really mm. think the military would? Uh, I don't. I don't think Bush is running. I mean, I think you know. No, no. When I say Bush, I'm you know I'm talking right. about the larger structure. I, I think that the, the the goal is is the PNAC documents and 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 the clean break and all that stuff and and, and Iran. The reason I think we're going into Iran, the, the the main philosophical reason, is that Islam is a it's an affront to Judaism because they have family values. They're anti-abortion. They're pro-family, things like that. They're anti-central banking, and I, <laughs> I just can't see them doing anything other than going into Iran because they want to destroy the strongest mu Muslim stronghold there. And and. Well, and yeah, but what, my indications are that they're not really afraid of Islam because actually Islam helps to uh, retribalize them, and I, and I think it even goes back before the PNAC document to uh, the securing the realm. Are you familiar with that one? Where they talked about retribalizing the Middle East, and Islam is one of the best ways to do that. I, I don't believe they're afraid of Islam. I think they're afraid of Arab nationalism. That's the only thing that's really given them a scare. I mean, Nasser. Nasser is really the only guy that gave him a scare, and uh, Khomeini, Khomeini didn't scare United States and Israeli interests by commanding uh, Muslim loyalty. He did by taking by knocking over a, a nation state, the nation state of Iran. It's just my thought about you know when you look at how they demonize the uh, the Muslims in the news and. You know, uh, I feel strongly that they. You know, uh, you know, there's there's another way of reading that. I mean, I I think that that the demonizing of the Muslims, uh, while you know Muslims are a real threat, uh, there's no doubt about it. And and you should look, they're they're a real problem in Australia and Europe. But you know, the, uh, I think that sells really well. I mean, I I think that 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 theme. Yeah, they like that. Yeah, I think it, it's very entertaining for the American public. I think they really, you know, like in the old days, they had the, the cowboys. You could always tell the good cowboy from the bad cowboy in, in the, like the 1930s westerns by the by the hat they wore. And yeah. and so you saw the guy in the black hat, and then your immediate reaction was, ooh, he's a very bad man. And, and I think, you know, I think that 
that the Muslim thing is kind of like that today. The Muslim is is and I, I don't want to diminish you know what kind of nasty people they really are, but uh, I think that you know that the Muslim is kind of like the uh, the sort of the bad guy where all of our fears are kind of wrapped up into him. And of course, right. it, it helps. Of course, that the the Jew is fighting him. Of course, and you know that that helps to sell. And there's it. a culture. There's a cultural difference there. Yeah, there is. Where 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 the Jew is uh, go- going to be, you know, debauchery and uh, lesbianism and and equal rights and uh, feminism and the Islamic State is uh, anti-feminism and and all those other things. And, and it's a it's a perfect. Uh, they hate those motherfuckers. Well, it's one <laughs> it thing that can be said about Islam in a positive light is that uh, it 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 is like uh, like what Hitler had put together. It is a pretty darn good uh, way of fighting the Jew. It is a pretty darn good. Uh, you know, if you're going to believe in superstition, uh, you might as well orient yourself towards fighting the Jew, and that's what Islam does. I think that's that can be said for it. Uh, here's here's one from Front Page Mag. Uh, here's here's a short paragraph on James Baker, and uh, this might shed some light on why these Jews don't like him. Uh, quote: When his attempt to forge a peace settlement failed, they're talking about between the Israelis and Palestinians. Baker turned not only on Israel but also her Jewish supporters in the United States, many of whom had grown resentful of Baker's discernible bias against the Jewish state. I mean, can you imagine? This prompted Baker's notorious eruption about Jewish voters. While discussing Israel, Baker reportedly told a friend, quote, fuck the Jews, they don't vote for us anyway, end quote. <laughs> you know, something As else... As a theological matter, Baker was correct, all the more so when Jewish voters punished the Bush administration by registering the lowest support for a Republican candidate since Goldwater in 64. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'd like to bring up two points in, in association uh, associated with that. You know, Baker does come from, uh, you know, another sort of wing of uh, the American political establishment, and we've talked about that before on Free Talk Live. Uh, he comes from that, Scowcroft and him come from a kind of an older kind of tradition in American foreign policy, but what I wanted to also point out is, if, if listeners don't know this, is that the neocons... Uh, the the prominent neocons are gone, uh, and you know Wolfowitz is at the World Bank, Fife, uh, uh, Pearl, Edelman, uh, Libby, they're all gone. They're they're not. Yeah, that's in. what the golden parachute looks like when you're at the big time. That's, well, that's what the gold. You ever, if you've ever heard that term with the CEOs bailing yeah. out and kicking it in the Caribbean, well, uh, Wolfowitz heading the war- World Bank after getting the United States into Iraq. That's what that looks like. The World Bank slot was his. Uh, and the same thing happened. Where the, the 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 guy from Vietnam went to the World Bank. What was his name? Den. Oh, um, no, no. Uh, McNamara. Yeah, Robert oh, McNamara. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and it, it's hard to know what that means exactly. I mean, because you know, probably people like Kissinger are still lurking uh, around in the background and influencing uh, matters. And you know, oh, yeah. Kiss- Kissinger is one of the big Jews. And oh, Kissinger is big Jew. <laughs> yeah, he is the big Jew, and so it's hard to know. You know, it's hard to know exactly what it means. You know, the, the kikes could be just, you know, wanting to uh, get their faces out of the uh, of out course. of the television screens. Of course. Uh, or, 
you know, or it could mean that, hey, look, uh, this is a huge change in foreign policy and that we're this is the beginning of getting out of the Middle East. Or it could mean something else. It could mean what maybe what Northhammer thinks here that that you know this is just a, a deception and and they're going to attack Iran, which you know I think would be just it'd be crazy. It but, is crazy, yeah. but it's but it's along their lines of planning. I I think they're actually my my opinion is I think they're having to rethink their strategy because I mean for the past what within what a month after invading Iraq they said. You know, the weapons are in Syria. Let's go after Syria. Let's go after Iran. And they've been pushing and they pushing it. It kind of goes through these phases. You know, we had all the propaganda in the springtime. And I think now that the, the neocons have kind of lost the grip that they had in evangelists or evangelics, I think they have to step back for a little bit and rethink their strategy. And I don't know what that means and what that means in our future. But Yeah, that uh, evangelical uh, neocon shotgun wedding ended the day that... Uh what was that, uh, Jeff? Last week, when the uh, uh, Pearl, uh, the Prince of Darkness, yeah, uh, yeah, has re- officially reneged on her. That that for me signaled the end of the, that shotgun wedding. That was uh, the kiss of the death. Uh, and yeah. that and that's what that that's what got rid of Rumsfeld too, because it was a week before this midterm election, and uh, those kikes, those big three kikes, Edelman, Pearl, and Frum. They went over to Vanity Fair magazine a week before the midterm election and basically just uh, said, Burned. "Hey, look, those those incompetent people in the Bush administration. We told we, we this isn't what we wanted. They yeah. they they blew it, and yeah. uh, and these kikes thanks tur- Jews. Yeah, these kikes turned on Bush, and I think they turned on him because uh, they knew what everyone else knew is the election was lost." And yeah. and they're jumping out of a ship, and and you know the thing also is that, is that that meant the end for Rumsfeld too. Yeah, it, it had to. But uh, you know this should just serve uh, for all of you future presidents and current high uh, higher ups in government listening tonight. Uh, you know you lay down with dogs, you get fleas, baby. You're not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna. They're gonna use you. That's what that means. They burn you up, and then they burn you out. I mean, I've been seeing that for six months now. They are burning Bush, and you can bet your ass that they're gonna follow that as far as they can. And if that means that uh, they're gonna bi- hang him, very biblical. Yeah, if they're gonna Bush. hang him for 9/11. If that means that they have to hang him for 9/11, they will. They will. If if it, it depends if the, if the 9/11 Truth Movement really blew up, they would hang him out to dry. They would say, "All right, we got him." Uh, but yeah, they they would burn him. You collude with these Jews, and and you, it's never going to end well, ever. Yeah, no, that's why it's no Jews just right, folks. That's why that has to be so strict, and uh, that that's why VNN's correct when they say no Jews just right. Yeah, because. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how well-intentioned uh, they may be. I mean, just like we were talking earlier about these uh, uh, these patriotard Jews and these libertarian Jews. I mean, they're they are going to steer you off the road. They're going to steer you away from the real killer. All right, they're going to uh, constantly be. You're going to be with. O- you're going to be down there if you let the kikes. Run thing, you're going to be with OJ looking for the real killers, man. Yeah, on the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you're going to be. <laughs> but and yeah, and and then when it becomes useful to, they will burn you. 
Yeah. Uh, and that that's and and I believe I mean that's every indication that I get is that right now they are burning Bush and they're going to hang him out to dry and whatever that I, it, it's kind of hard to understand what that's going to what that means. Uh, especially since the the Democrats are in play and they're not going to want to impeach Bush, uh, he's much more valuable to them. Wounded. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. Uh-huh. As a wounded lame duck president, he's 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 right where they want him. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and it's going to get even better for them once they start running these investigations. They're going to be able to drive. Uh, they're going to be able to drive their useless legislation through well whatever that means and, and really it doesn't mean a whole lot I mean that Bush wasn't doing anyway it's going to mean a, a minimum wage increase uh, which is really kind of inconsequential uh, it doesn't mean anything different for Iraq no matter what they say um, uh, they, they'll say a lot on Iraq but when you look at their papers when you re- when you read the fine print it is absolutely nothing different uh, which is why they don't actually say anything that they'll do different. You know, no one says, no, we need to do this. We need to uh, align our forces this way. And, and uh, you know, they, they won't. They're, they're against the war, but they're for more troops. That's where those confusing messages come from is because they, they really don't have anything different because there isn't anything different to do. Bush is doing a decent job, or the United States is doing a decent job in Iraq. We're pushing our political agenda forward. I mean, that's, that's what you try to do. Uh, we've taken a, uh, scandalously low casualties, and uh, I don't know what the kill ratio is, but it's uh, it's outrageous. Uh, the Iraqi government today just admitted to uh, uh, 150,000, 100 to 150,000 Iraqis killed, and uh, and then a couple weeks ago they said 600 to 650,000 uh, a different non-governmental organization. So, you know about uh, about yeah. this election, Theseus. And you know we can only hope, but the uh, you know the last time you know the, well, before we had the civil war, and I'm not, I'm not predicting a civil war, but before we had the civil war, you know we basically had uh, the Whig party crack up, and yeah. and the best thing that could happen out of all this would be you know if the Republicans would crack up. And the right wing, you know, of the Republican Party would get serious, and and you know, uh, uh, and you know, and a fissure would break open. That would be the best thing for white nationalism too, because this artificial big tent philosophy of the Republicans is really stifling our cause. And yeah, and I've actually heard rumblings like that that the big tent is over. I hope it is. Yeah, things like that take a lot of time, but this is actually uh, uh, this is where James Hawthorne would be very, very handy because uh, uh, VNN's uh, an Arian Matters James Hawthorne from the Hawthorne Report and Arian Matters and uh, stuff like that. Uh, he, he he's a great uh, uh, asset to VNN, but he is he's over. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really cool. Um, he uh, he has a lot of perspective uh, from. European side, and he he taught me one really important thing about um, about party structure and about the importance of having that type of infrastructure. Because what he's he he's saying that what we need, and his point is that what we need in the United States 
uh, first of all, we're primed for a nationalist party. And second of all, we need some type of structure in place less for when, uh, less for today, but more for when shit really starts to happen. You know? When stuff really starts to happen, there needs to be people there saying, look, we predicted this. Uh, because we are. Like we, I keep saying, we are, the race has predicted it. This two-party thing is just destroying political progress in this country. And it stifles, it stifles every sort of political movement that comes along because these these two parties they just they take real raw political energy and then they divert it into their uh their mud pit their their pigsty and so all these movements die because yeah. they they get uh, all the energy gets expended in this this this, this toxic uh, catch-alls yeah into this republican democrat parties. trap yeah the Democrat Party w uh, began that first. They they started being a catch-all party in the 40s, 50s, and 60s uh, when they gave up the Dixiecrat thing. That's right. Or, yeah, when Thurman went off and started the Dixiecrats, and, and and then and for about the next 30 years up until 1968, they were in a transition period where they where now what you see is a Democrat Party isn't an organic party the way any of us would normally think of a party. They don't have a an organic constituency. Their constituency, uh, I think Ann Coulter had a really good article on that one time. She said their constituency is abused and abusable women, uh, homosexuals, uh, soccer moms, and just, just really just kind of the freaks, political Rainbow freaks. Rainbow coalition. Yeah, stuff and like that. And that's exactly what those Jews are, no, excuse me, that the Jew Melman, who just got fired today or yesterday, uh, Ken Melman, who was a homosexual Jew, uh, in, in yeah, the heading up the good old conservative party. That's right. right. Yeah. And, and that and that that other butt boy Rove. That's what they wanted the Republicans to become. Uh, that that's oh, they've what, done it. That's what they when they talk about the permanent Republican majority. That's yeah. exactly what they meant. Yeah, that's what amnesty is all about. That's what uh, yeah. And you can bet your ass amnesty is going to happen now. Amnesty is going to happen now in the United States in the next two years. That, well, that's it looks uh, like that. Doesn't easy. It? Yeah, it's it, it, maybe it's too easy to predict that. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just uh, going for that. You know, any it, people that look into crystal balls end up eating a lot of glass. But I don't think that's a real hard one to. Uh, I don't think anyone would fault me for predicting that wrong. I mean, because it's kind of obvious. I mean, Bush wants it. The Democrats, of course, want it. And, uh, you know, the Jews want it. It's good for Jews. And then the they United can say States. they solved the immigration problem because they they yeah. would just legalize everybody. Yeah, and, and, and two generations, three generations from now, the Ameriquans, the uh, Spanish-speaking Ameriquans, will be singing uh, praises of Bush because that that's what an Ameriquan will be. And then you'll have all the libertarians like that clown you visited. He, they're going to say, "Well, well, this is what the people wanted." Oh, they don't believe in borders. That's that's what's frustrating about them. That's another thing. That's another huge difference between the people that call into their show and, and the hosts of that show is that they don't believe in borders. I mean, libertarians believe in just you know, uh, it's a free for all. It's a very uh, libertarianism. Uh, I have a soft spot for it, but it's very underdeveloped. It's uh, intellectually lazy. And and, uh, and 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 that kind of intellectual thinking, that's just wide open for the Jews to insert themselves. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. we were basically 
way more libertarian oriented and look what happened i mean we we were flat footed we were just a bunch of hard working protestants uh with the, that whole protestant work ethic thing going on uh simple uh, trusting of our leadership, and you know they just walked right in and yeah. pushed us down and knocked us over, and and our government's you know been them ever since. I mean, I've it got, didn't I've take got an idea. I've got an idea about political parties, and I, I think that we need to adopt some of the tactics that the Jewish population uses against us because they don't exclude anybody. But oh, yet no, they, no. they they infiltrate everyone, and I think we need, you know, possibly to become more like that. We need to be infiltrating everything, but excluding no one. What do you, what do you guys think about that? No, I, I think that's a, a good idea, and I've said it before on on VNN forum. And uh, you know, feel feel free to PM me PM me on this one and tell me how crazy I am. But I'm. I definitely believe that white nationalists. Uh, I, I don't. It's not really VNN's place to do this in the larger picture. But yeah, and in that larger picture, I think the white nationalist movement should have uh, contacts with black nationalists. Absolutely. Yeah. See, that would show some political maturity, and, and that is what would scare the hell out of. I, I have found some uh, strong feelings among black people at where I work at, at corporate America. Oh, and blacks uh, are racist. It's it's very easy to uh, you know, and we have these diversity posters up at work, and, uh, and I'll say, you know, you ever notice, you know, they 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 triumph this diversity. I said, how many black males are VPs at our company? And they go, well, you know, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I said, uh, and it, it, it's it's like this farm of uh, a few white guys, and and the rest of it's black females, you know, and. And and I tell them I'm like, what well, you know, are, is it really diverse? Look at our VP. Our our VP is Jewish, Greenberg. <laughs> right. You know, the, 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 all, all the uh, top VPs, you know, most of them are, are Jewish. A lot of the, the sales managers, and uh, say, so, you know, where 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 are the black people in this? Are, are are they promoting you? Are they, or are you just a token? Do they just put you know? And, and they yeah. respond to that. Well, politically, yeah, and they do because they uh, maybe not directly, but they intrinsically understand that their political elite, just like ours, has been kicked out from under them. Uh, the talented ten are not Jesse and Al. I think we can all agree on that. And and black people definitely. I mean, black people don't like Jesse and Al. Those were uh, those clowns were picked by these corrupt white elites. That, that they don't represent our natural elite. They're the great, great, great grandchildren of our of what was the white natural elite in the United States. But now they're, they're corrupt uh, asshats, and uh, the, the black uh, and, and they choose the black elite. I mean, blacks weren't into Martin Luther King. Whites chose Martin Luther King. Blacks liked Malcolm X, who was a black nationalist, or, or he was way more oriented that way. And like uh, Webb Dubois was the same way. Uh, plenty of black leaders were nationalists, but they got edged out uh, by the communists. Well, too. yeah, by these Jews, yeah, and that and that's why because they they can't keep us. You know, the Jew profits by keeping us at each other's throats, and if we both have our own living spaces and are and are are able to uh, have our own forms, our own cultural and political forms in our own living space, 
Uh, you can't really make that much of a profit from the strife, can you? I mean, but yeah, anyone anyone who wants to, you know, flame me on that one, go ahead. But just remember <laughs> that uh, Commander, uh, you know, Commander Rockwell and his crew went to go uh, see Elijah Muhammad speak, right? Right. Was that Elijah Muhammad? He was going. He, the Nation of Islam. He was invited to the Nation of Islam. Yeah, I think that's 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 very very true. Yeah. But that is what they are more afraid of than anything. And I, I think they would be so afraid of that that they don't even calculate that. They don't even think that that can happen. And I believe that would be a you genius know, I, move I'm that on would a, catch them absolutely <laughs> flat-footed. I'm on, a, uh, I'm on a, a newsletter, and sometimes I post his newsletter. This is this guy named Voz de Aslan. Yeah, yeah, and, and Alex brings him up for once in a while. I, I follow what he has to say. He has a newsletter. He does he does a pretty good job uh, of, uh, of uh, you know he's he's a reconquista, and yeah. but you know on one level you know you know I would I know I know not everyone would agree with me on this, but you know I'd be willing to say to a a reconquista like this, uh, if he were to come in power and, and there was a white nationalist movement, if I were was part of the negotiations, I'd say hey look. Why don't we just say, hey, you can have California and New Mexico and Arizona, and we'll keep the rest. Hell, you can have we need, you we, can have we, we need San Francisco Bay though. Okay, we'll take San Francisco Bay, <laughs> but you can have Texas too for all I care. But everywhere else, get your filthy rat ass people out. And uh, and you know, I I I don't know if they would go for that or not. But no, I think it, that would be that's that's the way politicians work. That's they, right. They maximize the size of their own roof, and they isolate the people they're against. That's why um, you know it's it's a uh, cathartic and it's it's helpful sometimes to criticize uh, you know black crime and all that other stuff. But that's a product, and, and this is what uh, uh, the the guys at VNN are uh, thankfully are always stressing this. It's the Jew. You have to keep your eye on the Jew because yeah, those are all distractions. Uh, basically, no. You're right. You know, blacks are running roughshod over our poor, uh, you know, easygoing white uh, of the countryside. You know, they are rape, robbing, and pillaging. They've always done that. That's just what they do. It's a it's a known entity, as uh, Linder has said. But it, it it's not. Uh, they're not really even deciding to do that. They're being wound up. They're they, they're having quarters stuck in them by the Jew. You know, so yeah, we, if we could all lock arms, and as as uh, uh, Satan himself, Winston Churchill said, you know, he would walk across, uh, or he would, what, what what did he say? He would walk with the devil. He would lock arms with the devil long enough to cross the bridge, you know, in order to you fight. You know, though, uh, playing playing the other side of this, I have my doubts. Though, I have my doubts that. These other racial nationalists would cooperate to any at any level with us because I think they are they're a bit like the Jew and and they know that let me just play the other side of this they know that ultimately white people are are a group that if they can destroy or they think they in other words they think by our destruction they they get better and I think they they feel that having us gone forever is a good thing. I don't know. I I think that may be more in their vitriol than uh, something that 
a an actual natural political elite. I, I don't know. I I think I think that they've been as a as a race, they've been so. It's hard to say, but they've been so brainwashed with anti-white hatred. I I, I, I yeah, don't. Yeah, but you you're talking about the 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 riffraff, and believe me, there's plenty of it. Um, but. Take, for example, the guy that was in the class with me for a week, and uh, he's kind of a buff-looking black guy of special forces over in, uh, you know, he, he was Army. and uh, But, you know, we, we, we completely speak eye-to-eye if we talk about, uh, you know, I mean, he's gone over there, and he's special forces. He's gone over there and done demolitions and whatever, you know, in Iraq and Afghanistan. And, Does he know and, about I can you? sit there and... No. Okay. But I can sit there and tell him, you know, that the, obviously the war is a farce. We spent a trillion dollars and only 3,000 people got killed over here. We've killed 100,000 over there. He, he, he will nod in agreement. He, he's totally with me on, on that part. And, and so I think there's bridges that can be built. Yeah, and 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 the political smart, the politically smart thing to do is to build those bridges wherever they exist, and uh, you know the politicians hold their nose and and do it. Uh, that's that's part of why uh, you know the, uh, great men have always had disdain for politicians. But we are, uh, you know, unless you're going to go long, lone wolf. I mean, uh, we we are in the political realm. And um, that's the reality of our surroundings. That's what we're dealing with. So, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not sure this special forces guy would would qualify as a uh, as a as a member of the natural black elite. I mean, maybe you would. I, I, there's a website called nationalistplanet.com, and it's run by that uh, crypto racist chick that uh, likes to inhabit the opposition forum at vnn.com. Vnnforum.com. Uh, she's a... Is that a Hitler follow- goddess? No, no, crypto racist. <laughs> I don't know, it may be, I don't know. No. Crypto, uh, crypto racist? She's some mulatto, uh, and she she lives in the South, and she knows about Jews, and uh, huh. and yeah, she runs another website called theblacknationalist.com, and you know, she she loves her people, and she's a nationalist, and uh, that that's a decent website for, for nationalists, but... But but yeah, there does need to be some type of uh, there is a common thread to all nationalists, whether you're no matter what type of nationalist you are, no matter what. If, group. if you could plug them into that, yeah. and get them over there. Well, we and need to plug shake us it down to what we have in common. You know, we need to share. What what do we have in common? Well, we know about Jews. They 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 you know they're they're just like us. They 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 you know. <laughs> I mean. They need a paycheck. They want a job. They want an honest living. You know, they want to be around their own kind, and, and let's get them over there. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I disagree with that. On, I, I disagree with that. In the same that at the same time, that I think that they blacks know that it's it's parasitism. It's the problem yeah. of the host and the parasite. They and know I, the gravy train stops. Is that and, what you're saying? Yeah, and, and I, yeah exactly. And I you're think you're right, but black nationalists aren't like that because they are the natural elite. And what yeah, what yeah. nationalism would do would basically be to put them in charge. So okay, I, w- I would agree them. with you. If you could get if you could get 
a black. There, there, there's going to be a. If you could get a black elite, if you could get a black elite established and in power, then there's a chance. Yes. Well, it, it it would happen if it was if it were allowed to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's th- that's the problem. I mean, corrupt whites choose the black elite. Quote the corrupt, unquote, so they, the corrupt black elite. Yeah, so you get Jesse and Al, and and uh, you know, if you asked a hundred black people uh, if Jesse and Al would be considered black leaders, I think you'd get a hundred no's. I think they but like Sharpton quite, though. Um, I think they like to listen to Sharpton rhyme. I don't know if. <laughs> I, I think you put Sharpton up against this crypto racist chick, and um, they would go with her every time. I think, um, especially because when you name the Jew, you're talking about reality, and you you can really start to pin it on. You know, go to blacksandjews.com. Any any uh, blacks or fence sitters listening to this, and, and you find out who's really keeping us at each other's throats. Um, that's uh, that's where the Jew profits. He's always profited from. Uh, the the natural uh, the, and that's why he believes in multiculturalism not only for his own safety but because hey yeah it's profitable you can take these natural fissures that happen between these groups and uh, if you maneuver correctly and they have you can profit from them and you whether know, that means gangster rap or yeah go ahead yeah I I don't know you know I I, I think I I think there there is certainly there's certainly a chance of what you're saying, of what we're talking about, could happen if circumstances were different. But you know, I, I, I really believe that. Uh, let's take Africa. I mean, if if let's just say that for some reason or another, whites and, and the other races uh, in the 1500s just stayed put. And and uh, but other than that, you know. Uh, European civilization continued to kind of progress, but but there really was no age of uh, of discovery and exploration and so forth. And and but but yet our, our our civilization continued to advance in some in some different but but real way. Right. And and uh, I I really believe that blacks would have basically perished as a race if oh yeah totally. if whites I mean, had not come future yeah if the, whites the, had not yeah. come along they would have just Basically, just disappear. Well, they survive in the jungle, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, they, they, they have those jungle skills. They would have been. I, I, I don't have to come out and say it, but do you really think with oral scarce that uh, you know they're, they're, we're we're going to let a bunch of monkeys sit on it? Hell no. You know, that, but that's that's on down the road. Right yeah, but, now we have yeah, a my problem. my point is is that I I think that I, I I'm not even sure that blacks as a race could survive without without being a parasite. Uh, either on on the whites or upon Chinese in this case, because now the Chinese are colonizing Africa. Yeah, they're moving in. That's and, so and interesting. They, they can survive. They just survive at a very yeah. low level. Yeah, yeah, very basic, very like a very subsistence. Yeah, yeah. Simplistic. I mean, there's nothing advanced to them. And it's like uh, I don't know. My, my attitude with I mean, people always talk about bringing the nigger in the jungle, blah blah blah. I, I kind of look at it. It's like these niggers are sharks, and we're taking them to SeaWorld and sticking them into, with the tank of the dolphins, and say, "Be a fucking dolphin." Yeah. Now, part part of them, if I'm cussing here, but I mean that that that's, this is the nature of who they are and where they are, and it's so incredibly primitive and so basic. Um, I don't know. I I don't see much hope out of setting up a, a unity between black nationalists. I don't believe we should necessarily be fighting each other, but 
Yeah. I don't want well, you any have to help think from about, them, You have though. to be a little bit more sophisticated, though. I mean, if... We if should use a, them when we can. Yeah. We yeah. use them to manipulate them. Look, the reason why, it, yes. it, it, even more so than mattering to blacks themselves, if we can pull 1% off the black elite and, uh, you know, ha have... Uh, uh, you know, have them at least politically on board with the nationalist idea that would really take a lot of wind out of the sails of the people who can basically dismiss us by saying you're a hater. You hate Yeah, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying in that in that a, a stoking nationalist sentiment uh, is good. But you know, I also think it's good if that nationalist sentiment is anti white. Because um, because I, the more violence and hostility there is uh, uh, well, our nationalist sentiment is anti-white in a lot of ways. I mean, like I was saying earlier, you yeah, know, it's white, pe people like uh, <clears throat> there are a lot more white people on the Christmas list. You know, if you want to add up, uh, you know what I mean. Any Christmas list would have a lot more white people on it. So yeah, I mean, it it it, it depends on. It, basically, it ends up depending on how you want to put it. You know. So, I mean, if, yeah, if there is something to be said for for black nationalists and, and nationalism as a whole, and, and black nationalists' place in that. I mean, if we oh. can if we can steer the energies of blacks into into nationalism, that's great, yeah. uh, because you know, it, 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 and 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 when I say nationalism, I mean if we could steer them into. Uh, an activity moving where, to another country. Yeah. You know, yes. Please. And where they become hostile to the federal government. Liberia. Uh, there. That's like the black Muslims. It's yes. Like the black Muslims. And indeed, uh, it's a good selling point for them because Islam is good for them. Just from their point of view, for a second, Islam is good for them. Discipline, that kind of discipline yeah. and stuff, is good for them. If you notice, uh, you know, black Muslims don't get tied up with drugs. Uh, their their violence makes a lot more sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes, I mean, you know, uh, you know. I'm sorry, I'm kind of on a roll here. Maybe, no, maybe, right. Go for it. maybe in the sense that uh, we can work together. In the sense that we ha we both have a common enemy. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of being and, friends, and be, instead and of being friends, yeah. we just have yeah. a common enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Blacks hey. have blacks have no idea who the Jew is or what he does. Oh, uh, I think and you'd we be surprised. Teach them. Some do. I think there's a larger percentage of blacks that, that are Jew-wise than, than whites. I'd be I willing to bet that. I didn't know that. I, I, I'm not sure about that either, Theseus, but you know, maybe you could oh, yeah. be right. All the statistics say so. I mean, and, and while, you know... You, know, you may be right on one level. You know, you, yeah, you may be right. No, I, they do tend to... Uh, they know that. I mean, there was an article... Let me see if I can dig it up. Last week there was an article saying that, yeah, that the... SPLC says on their website that uh, that Mexicans are more anti-Semitic than blacks, and blacks are more anti-Semitic than whites. Well, the Mexicans are a good way to uh, preach the message to the blacks because they're taking their jobs away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they and yeah, that's another and the thing. That's another thing them. that a real talented ten black elite would bring up. Hey, look, Jesse and Al are saying, yeah, bring in more immigrants. Well, what the are same. they doing? Yeah. So, so they, you know, they can really strike a chord with reality. And that's, our, that's the nationalists' strong selling point, is that we deal with reality. And I keep bringing this up, but I can't really stress it enough. 
Jesse and Al, why are Jesse and Al telling blacks that it's okay for, uh, for amnesty for, uh, for Mexicans? It's not good for blacks. It's not good for us. It's not good for anyone except the Jews and, uh, and some of the Mexicans. So, so yeah, I mean, that, that's one good point that can be made. It's happening on the ground. I mean, look at all these riots that are going down. Every couple of weeks you read about, uh, you know, there's a lot of tension going on when oh, one population yeah. displaces another. You know, Theseus, you, you may have a point there. Do you remember um, about six months ago, do you know who Andrew Young is? Uh, mayor of Atlanta. Yeah, mayor of Atlanta. He was also ah. like the UN director back in very, Con very involved. Yeah, yeah. And he's 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 a big. He's one of the black elite. And Walmart hired him about six months ago to be a spokesman. And, <laughs> and what he did was he right. he went around. This is a very interesting story, Theseus. He went around. He went around to this um, uh, these you know, these blacks have their own radio stations. You guys know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In every city, there was a black-run radio station for blacks, and and they uh, he he would tour that and go on their talk shows, and he would talk about how great Walmart is, and and uh, and he got a call uh, on one of these stations, and a caller called up and and said, um, you know, wh why shouldn't I why a black you know black radio station said he said you know wh why shouldn't why should I stop frequenting the local mom and pop grocery stores in uh in in my neighborhood and in other words he, the black was saying hey look why should I, I should support the local merchants right and he said no because uh most of those local stores are owned by uh uh orientals and jews Ooh. and he was fired <laughs> Yeah, I imagine so. And, and that's exactly what happened. Andrew Young, Google this. And so, you know, you may have a point. There may be there may be some level of consciousness because I think... Oh, black dude, blacks, way more blacks know about... I, I, I would, I would, it's probably double the percentage of blacks are Jew-wise than whites. Not uh, intellectually, but uh, just... Uh, I mean, they wouldn't read Kevin McDonald. <laughs> That's what I mean by not intellectually. Yeah. Um, I, I I was trying to pull up some research here, but uh, but yeah, uh, I've 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 read that several times that that blacks do tend to be way more. Uh, there's a way higher percentage of anti-Semitism with blacks than with whites. Um, I know, just they, don't they don't have that they they Yeah, but but they they lump. Jews into the whole category with whites is kill whitey, kill whitey. They can, that they is they a problem. They, they can't tell the difference between. I, I don't trust. But hey, I don't trust black too. people to, to differentiate us between, you know, us and the Jews. Well, we don't have to trust them as a as a population. Of course not. That's part of what nationalism is all about. We we identify with our own people. But what we can do is lock arms with the devil long enough to cross the bridge. And without Jews here, uh, the the Without Jews running the United States, everything else would just kind of fall into That's exactly place. right. And not agree. It, it wouldn't happen overnight, though. I think it would take several generations for it to. to for what? Once for, we got for, for the, the pendulum Jews. to balance itself out again, for people oh, to become I think if we got healthy rid of them, again. If oh, we could snap our overnight. fingers and get rid of the Jews. Yeah. Oh man, I think <laughs> things could turn around quickly. I disagree yeah. with that. Yeah, it would be it would be 1910. I mean, as far as race relations goes, the schools would be resegregated within six months. I would imagine, just without that 
without Jews running the media and, and, and all that stuff. I mean, that's this is all rampant speculation. It course, is, and you may be right. You may be right. Um, is that is that uh, Kikerter, or is that Northampton? Uh, th- th- that was me. I mean, it's just I put a lot of pressure on not specifically the Jews and their manipulation to have, but white people for buying into it. Because I, I guess I take the whole natural selection might is right because Jews Jews have learned that might is right and they, and if they can com- completely control us I believe that they have the right to do it and it's up to us to claim our own you know top of the food chain our own superiority and I think it's ultimately us to blame it's us because if we can't oust them from you know controlling us and manipulating us then they are in fact the rulers of us we have to and, use and that's, their tactics exactly use the, use the same tactics that they used against us to Infiltrate. Oh, I, I think we should use much dirtier and much more evil tactics than them. You can't and it's, it's in our blood. Anything it takes. Absolutely. Okay, here we go, Jeff. Uh, from the ADL's webpage, the ADL.org anti-Semitism survey, quote, African Americans continue to be significantly more likely than white Americans to hold anti-Jewish beliefs. As with whites, education level is the most important factor affecting the attitudes Confirming the three previous studies, black Americans remain considerably more likely. Uh, Blacks, 34%, are nearly four times as likely as whites at 9% to fall into the most uh, anti-Semitic category. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though, Theseus. I mean, they've got to... See, the black elite, though, and, and I know this is all kind of a mental game we're playing here, but the black elite have got to know... At, at least some whites would would do this. That if if their Jewish protector was taken out, well, well they'd be history. If they don't register that at all, they they see that they uh, the, the authentic black elite registers nationalist sentiment as uh, a nice power grab for themselves. So they are, if in my uh, yeah, in, in my experience, that's. That's what they're oriented towards. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, gosh, if I mean, see, I'm not a nigger, but I mean, if if I if I were saying, hey man, if we get rid of the Jews, uh, Whitey is going to be back. They don't. They don't really take it that way. I mean, uh-huh. they 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 hate Jews for other reasons than this. You know, we 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 point to the civil rights movement, but they don't credit Jews with that. Um, or they credit it. Uh, they credit Jews with, you know, wanting us all to mix, whereas they want to be nationalists. They want to be irredentists, or you know, they want to be separate. Yeah, I guess Maybe they, we I, can sell them on the idea of. Do you remember how blacks used to look back in the old days before civil rights? They used to be somewhat prosperous and happy, and there was no gangster rap. You know, you, you look at the old pictures. Yeah. Uh, the blacks wore ties and Oh, they suits. were much better off. <laughs> I've had people tell me, too, from uh, uh, people that are, uh, you know, that were, I guess, in their 30s or whatnot back in the 60s, say, you know, these blacks now, they're not shit. They, you know, back in the 60s, the blacks were, like, smart. You know, they were motivated. They were way more dangerous than they are these days. They're just kind of just, you know, the 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 stereotypical lazy nigger now, and I, I kind of agree with that. I, I, I always watch these documentaries about the civil rights 
movement or whatever it's called. Uh, and yeah, I, I see that too. They look much more bright and uh, with it. I, I just have this picture in my mind of a, of a, a, you know, some picture I saw right before the Selma march, and uh, you know, black women with hats and coats and, and purses, and uh, black men in ties and suits. Yeah. And uh, that maybe that's the way I, I wasn't around back then. Maybe that's the way they used to be. It, it lo looks like the way they used to be. Yeah, yeah, a, a lot more than they are today. Yeah, definitely. But th these uh, these these uh, handouts have had a dysgenic effect on them, and they're led. I mean, they're a cartoon now. I mean, they're they're just a. Uh, uh, a cartoon been of their former selves, which weren't all that impressive to begin with. So, mm -hmm. uh, but but yeah, and black nationalists register that at least. So, uh, you know, I, I think I think there's a lot that can be done with that, and, I, and we're going to have to uh, continue that one at another time because it looks like we're right at the three-hour mark, Aja. Eh, yeah, you know, I I, I don't know if uh, we still have a, quite a few listeners uh, right now. Uh, uh, you know, I, you know, my mind after about three hours gets a little, a little, um, uh, a little slow. We do have another caller that wants on though. Let me see. Uh, hold on, we got to... Oh, hey, and let me let me just go through some of these messages here. Um, uh, sure. Yankee Jim says Crown Heights is the proof. Niggers know all about the kike. That's from. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point, Yankee Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's from. Um, <laughs> That's from Yankee Jim. Hold on, I kind of I kind of fell off here of the uh, messages. Um, yeah, this is a good idea to read the messages. Let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see here. We got Barker, a guy named Mike Barker, is calling up and saying that Bush is a Jew. Go to SweetLiberty.org and read about it. Um, let's see. We got my uh, my rejoinder to that would be: It doesn't really matter, though, does it? Okay, let me, I mean, let me see here. Uh, yeah, he's he's that way. He, oh. you know, by birth or by, you know, e either way he is. Billy yeah, Bob is saying with that. The um, cap on, yeah. Billy Bob is saying that uh, N O I equals G Y S blacks. Nation of Islam. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That yeah, definitely. Now we have Soren or, uh, or um um not Soren. Um, let me see if he's still on there. I know he wanted to call, come in here. Uh, oh well, it looks like he's dropped. Um, yeah, why don't we go ahead and do you want to call it a night? Uh, yeah, why don't we? Uh, why don't we go into the free free talk live segment where we're not recording? Well, and, uh, uh, I like that. You want to do a little bit of that until we get tired? Yeah, stop, well, I'll, I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it running. And you well, never no, know what I see, I like the fact that it's a little bit more free because it's not being recorded, you see. Yeah, but then that's when all the great nuggets... I know, but that's why you have to listen to hey, hey, Jeff, Je Jeff, just tell them that uh, we're going to turn the recording off, but secretly keep it recording. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, then let me go ahead and, and, and do that. And, uh, well, I mean, you know, we might make the wrong kind of death threat, you know. Oh, we have yeah, to that's make true. the right kind of death threat. Well, no death threats in hour four. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, no, not that we. You can't make the wrong kind of death threat. That's oh, the, here we got we got Soren's rule. Soren, uh, yes, uh, Signet left a message said uh, the Nation of Islam uh, 
has a restaurant in Chicago. We went there once. Black Muslim, uh, black Muslim cooking tastes pretty good. Then he says, "Don't ban me for saying that." <laughs> I'm from the south. A lot of stuff that gets uh, a lot of the cultural things that are um, are credited to blacks came from the Scots Irish. And I, I'm not Scots Irish. I'm I'm uh, I am very boringly German. But uh, I, we we're from a German enclave in the Carolinas, and uh, yeah, most of the South is populated by good old Scots Irish folks, uh, prettiest girls on the planet. And uh, I, I'll tell you that most of the cre- uh, the cultural things that blacks get credited with are from the Scots Irish, mostly from the Irish. Yeah. What about jerk chicken? That's what Jamaican. is jerk chicken, by the way? That's Jamaican. <laughs> what is that? Blacks love it, though. It's yeah, what is that? It's fried like chicken. chicken. It's just I fried think chicken. It's, like, it, it's chicken with uh, some Worcestershire sauce on it. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's got some really hot spices on it. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's all right. I, I'm not one for spices. I have a really boring palate. but I, I, A little bit of Taco Bell hot sauce is spice to me. You know, that, uh, that Todd, that Todd, I, I hope you guys, some of you guys listen, and you go back to listen to uh, the Free Talk Live when Todd was on a while back. And he was a guest, not a host. And he was talking about the time he spent some time in prison. And he was talking about the niggers in prison. And he had some really interesting observations on on, on niggers and and life and life in prison. One of the things he said that they are just crazy about chicken. And <laughs> okay, you had to be told that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. And, and I went. My high school was forty percent or. Yeah, it was like 40% black, and oh chicken, my God. Day, chicken Day looked like a goddamn rat video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay, all guys. the door handles were greasy in the school. Yeah. Uh, I, I got our solution to our, our racial crisis. We tell, we tell all the Mexicans out there that the niggers taste like, uh, they taste like beans. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we tell all the niggers out there that the uh, Mexicans taste like fried chicken and watermelon. <laughs> and we just sit back and watch them go at it. That is true. Black love fried chicken and watermelon. But I'll tell you what, I I love, uh, you know, I'm a chicken-eating fool, too. They used to tell me I that like I was going to be a Baptist preacher. Uh, all my family used to say, you're going to be a Baptist preacher because I, I ate so much. That, apparently, that's a thing. Baptist preachers like fried chicken. But, yeah, like I said, uh, blacks get all, a lot of credit for the a lot of the cultural things that that uh, that the whites were doing in the South. So, there, there have you. <laughs> Oh, there's one great website. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's I think it's the MLK or some. There's some link that basically goes through every single black invention myth and discredits every one of them. It's it cites every single one of the patents that was invented by someone else, from peanut butter to. Uh, yeah. What about I mean, the uh, you know supposedly the uh, black man did the first open heart surgery and I, <laughs> I doubt that, but I mean I've read it. What about the doorknob? That was the one I was. <laughs> heard the well, I, I really didn't hear someone call up that say that the credit. doorknob. Yeah, most of those inventions they get credit for are um, helicopter know, like improvements on <laughs> like, like they get credited with the stoplight, but it was really just kind of an improvement. Which uh, there's something they, to be they had written. But all of these quote unquote black people, if you actually if you're lucky enough to get a picture of them, uh, they look about as high yellow as it gets. If if anyone if you if you don't know what that means that's about uh that's pushing the one drop rule as far as black goes they look basically white with kinky hair they're uh, white mulattoes 
but high yellow. Yeah, these quote-unquote inventors. But uh, I think the slam dunk is safe uh, as far as a black invention goes. Don't you think? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, it, because you know, it was slam dunk and the, the slam dunk and peanut butter, and uh, peanut butter's been scratched off. So. Yeah, when peanut butter when peanut butter was taken down, the you know that was the 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 foundation was shaken. Yeah, it was a dark day <laughs> for the black community. <laughs> I tell you what, even if they did invent peanut butter, I think my life would be just fine without peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, didn't Kellogg invent that though? I think Kellogg. They talked about it on a Goy Fire one time that I was listening to. And they were laughing about black inventions, and uh, I think it was the one Thomas Weinecke was on, and. Uh, he said, "Yeah, what did they invent? Uh, the slam dunk and the peanut butter, and peanut butter and the slam dunk." I would give the slam dunk to them. Yeah, they can they can have that. Yeah, yeah that's fine. A, a no skill basketball shot. Yeah, go for it. Well, anyway, you know, there obviously, is no skill. I mean, that the Europeans are kicking their asses in, uh, right now, right, in basketball. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, we got beat by the Greeks. Uh, I say we. Uh, the Ameriquan team got beat by the Greek uh, basketball team not long ago. Somebody can correct me on that here in the forum. But, uh, yeah, they're, they, it, it's funny. When you play ghetto ball and people come around and, and, and find a way to counter that, you know, that, that's, that's a that's really cool. That uh, You know, it's just like in boxing. Same thing's happening. These, these uh, are... Uh, East Europeans, you know, every there are four heavyweight champions, and every one of them is white, right? All right, you're not still recording, are you, Jeff? <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm going. As a matter of fact, I I, I have to uh, I have to turn it turn it down. I have to. I have, I think we get, need to shut down the show. Yeah, you and you and I was pretty tired, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I was so quiet tonight, guys. I was tired from the get go. All right. Oh, that's all right. You did fine. But and uh, and yeah, but but you the uh, the show closed uh, a few minutes ago, right, Jeff? Because no, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> I think I'm too paranoid now. I'm actually no, I'm not paranoid. I just didn't want that as part of the show. I'm actually no, I'm actually still recording. Okay, but just cut it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Just cut well. it. Uh, who who right. do we have still on the line here? We still we still have four people. Yeah, yeah, counting you and I. Okay. Oh, the uh, Kurt just dropped. No oh, time for still on. All right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'll just just real quick, I I do like the idea of having a uh, uh, you know, having the show, having the official show, and then having about you know a short time, you know, up to like an hour afterwards where it's really free, where it's off the record. Not being recorded, and uh, you know that can be you know because we do that anyway. Yeah, we do that anyway because we like talking to each other. But uh, there are some constraints placed on you during the show that that are somewhat lifted. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I was laying in bed the other night. I had I had that idea that we ju- we just kind of naturally started doing that, or or you did. You started naturally saying, okay, the recording's off, and then we do. You kept the stream on, but I think that was just a, a, a master stroke. I think that's a great idea. You, you know what? What's really good, and, and we still—I mean, the, the listeners are starting to kind of pop off, but we still have a lot of people listening. And, and what really makes the show is uh, is callers. And yeah, it does. And 
so you guys, and I know there's people out there that, I mean, sometimes people people uh, send chat messages that I don't quite keep up on uh, on, on things, but uh, you guys got to call, you guys got to call in or send chat messages more, uh, and because and, it really makes the show sparkle. Here, Yankee Jim just said, if you tossed a hammer and a bag of peanuts into a monkey cage at any zoo, eventually you'd have peanut butter. <laughs> See, that's the kind of priceless commentary we're missing out by not having uh, uh, more callers. Yeah, but so yeah, I mean, our callers are good. You know. Anyway, how many I, people did we peek out at tonight, Jeff? You think? Uh, around seventy-five. Okay. Uh, and and uh, you know, uh, at, at least that's what I'm able to detect uh, uh, from directly from the server. I don't know if other people are listening through like other channels on Shoutcast or something. I, I don't know that, yeah. uh, but you know, that that could be. Um, but I know w- what happens is people become spoiled, and then they they know that a day or two later they can download the show. That's fine too. And so and so the downloads are. It's good that we have these people listening live because it makes the show when people send chat messages and stuff like that. And I well, I knew it, but and, it's, and it's, you're, it feels and more to real. Encourage that 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 little free extra free talk there, the off the record. Yeah, uh, I think could be developed into a really cool little, uh, you know, you know, because people like an inside peek at whatever's going on, even if it's just us schmoes, you know. Yeah, I, I think that might be something to think about. But uh, I would definitely like to uh, incorporate that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It might help encourage people to come and listen to it live because I mean, it, traditionally in the past, I just download it and listen to it two or three days later, or sometimes yeah. a week later. But if you have a little bonus afterwards, that might help people to you know be more motivated to listen to it live. Yeah, well, what I also wanted to tell tell folks is uh, we're having a free talk live on Monday, and so tune in for that. Uh, uh, I'm going to have. Um, I got uh, several people lined up from the forum too. Uh, FS88, and I think Boo Girl is going to be returning. And uh, but uh, uh, that's Monday at eight o'clock. Uh, Boo Girl, I need to uh, I, ne- I need to call her up and yell at her. She uh, she put a video on of these nogs uh, beating people up and running rampant, and uh, she used a, f- a song called Banana Phone. Yeah, and, I haven't uh, seen that one yet. Oh, it's been in my head. It's been in my head for days. Banana phone. God. I think that was her that posted that video. She has a new account on YouTube. And uh, it's a child. Uh, it's a, a performer that performs for children. And he has a song called Banana Phone. And I, and I guess it's because they're monkeys that he's, she used the song Banana Phone. And it's, it's really catchy. And uh, it's been grating uh, on my nerves for like three or four days now and I just want to say thank you boot girl for driving me nuts all right right all right uh, yeah with that said I'm going to shut shut down the studio all right have a good night thanks for calling hey yeah listening definitely guys thanks for having me on oh our pleasure good night folks my pleasure thanks Jeff Uh uh-huh free your mind of its alleged thought crimes with Vanguard Radio